0: first of the month. You know what that means. It's the Marv Cutler Show. Live from Las Vegas, the guy that has the biggest appetite, who's probably looking forward to Thanksgiving, Marv Cutler. Yeah,
1: next time I do a live show anywhere, I'm going to bring you along. What an intro that was. Thank you, sir.
0: appreciate it. You are the man. You are the man. It's your show. It's the Marv Cutler Show. But you're the man. I don't know. (laughs) Thanks, man. Appreciate it.
1: Anyway, I just want to say that um, I have not been dining around lately because um, so I won't um, um, get you hungry tonight because I'm I'm saving. I'm not looking forward to Thanksgiving because the day after Thanksgiving, I'm going to the, the the eating capital of the world.
0: I'm oh, you! To, I'm, I'm sure you can fit that in there.
1: I'm going to New Orleans. Oh. And I'm going to start off, and I know I already have a reservation at the incredible Commander's Palace. So I'm am, I am looking forward to that, and um, that'll be a great place to have dinner probably after... 10th New Orleans Saints football game.
0: Yes. Is uh, Tampa in at that time? No, it's probably after Thanksgiving. I think Tampa's going to play them in December. That'd be uh, interesting, I, I, though.
1: Sure, I think it may be the Los Angeles. I'm not sure.
0: That's a god-awful game, too. The Rams are terrible. I think the okay. Saints will score like 40 on them.
1: Well, anyway, just, uh, you know, um, I'm looking forward to it because I haven't, I haven't been to a a well, football game and um in um New Orleans yet so um uh, this is my opportunity and uh, cuz I'm going to be there for a whole week and, and I may even get to take in the Pelicans game.
0: Anthony Davis, boy, he's a player that you need to watch for. He's got that uh he's got that ability. I don't know if he has anything around him, but man, did okay. you see him the first couple of games? 50 points and and 20 I rebounds? See,
1: I, heard, I heard about it, yeah, and I'm um, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, well, I'm not looking forward, but they're playing the Lakers, who um, who are really surprising me right now.
0: It's early. But they did beat the Warriors the other night, and Stephon Curry went 0 for 10.
1: They not only beat the Warriors, they beat them by 20 points.
0: What do you think about that situation with Kevin Durant? How long is it going to take for that team to get accustomed to him? And is this going to blow up in their face, you think?
1: I think it's going to blow up in their face. I think the the, the place that Kevin Durant should have gone, not because it's my team, but I really think Kevin Durant should have went to the Celtics.
0: And why do you think that?
1: Because Kevin Durant would have been an incredible superstar with the Celtics. And he he would have a, a really hungry team, young team to back him up.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: I think, I think that would have been a that would have been a perfect match um, for Kevin Durant and he was just thinking championship uh, right away and that's that's what uh, he probably went to Golden State I don't think I don't think Golden State was a match but we'll talk about that a little bit later okay let me uh, let me get some of this other business out of out of the way I want to talk about you know I've been covering the the Las Vegas Philharmonic since its inception.
2: And
1: it's really a terrific orchestra. I really, really love this orchestra. But I've got to tell you that this concert this past Saturday night was the best concert uh, I've, I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of great concerts of uh, the Las Vegas Philharmonic, but this was a great one. This was the best. They, they, um, it was Cabrera conducts the classics Mozart, Haydn, and Beethoven. And it was absolutely amazing. It. Um, it was just a trivial concert. They open up with um, Mozart's Symphony Number no. One in E flat major. Now i have got to tell you about Mozart's Symphony Number no. One. Now, Mozart wrote this for the London um, audience. And the incredible part of this, Mozart wrote this when he was eight years old. Now, can you imagine the? Uh, Someone eight years old writing a symphony.
0: No, I can't imagine that, especially with musical standards today. I don't think anybody in music has any talent. It seems like, especially if you listen to some of the stuff on radio. But, right. but you if... know,
1: when I was when I was eight, when I was eight years old, uh, I I had no interest in the Boston Red Sox. I, I, I was a kid growing, a fat little kid growing up in Boston. I had no interest in the in the in the Boston Red Sox. I really disliked the Boston Braves, who became the Milwaukee Braves and then the Atlanta Braves, and happened to be, believe it or not, a Cleveland Indians fan.
0: Wow, were you heartbroken that uh, they lost to the Cubs?
1: Um, not really. You know, I just need the, the Cubs the fans to call me up and thank me for uh, Theo Epstein and, and and John Lester and. Um, um, John Lackey, and David Ross, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I just want to say that, you know, I was a Cleveland Indians fan. And that year, Cleveland Indians played the Boston Braves in the World Series. And they beat the Boston Braves, and I was very happy. Because like I say, I disliked the Boston Braves at that time. I became a Boston Braves fan afterwards. But that was the year that Cleveland won the World Series and they beat the Boston Braves when I was eight years old. But now, getting back to Mozart. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart wrote the symphony number one. Eight years old. It's, it's, it's hard for me to imagine because a, I'm a musician. I've, I've been playing music for many years. I've... I started out playing trumpet, and and I and I uh, I now play percussion and Native American flute. And um, I can't imagine someone eight years old to to write a symphony. After that was another uh, incredible symphony by um, Franz Joseph Haydn, and there was the uh, symphony number one hundred four. As um, compared to Mozart's number one, and after intermission. Beethoven's Violin Concerto in D-Major uh, with um, the 25-year-old Tobias Feldman on on violin. This was a spectacular concert. I can't say enough about the Las Vegas Philharmonic. And if you're visiting Vegas or you live here in Vegas, you got to check out the uh, Las Vegas Philharmonic Terrific Orchestra. Um, we have a lot of theaters. Uh, well, not a lot, but we have a few theaters in Boston, mostly small theaters. Uh, that are outside of the casino. And one of my favorite theaters is the um, Las Vegas Little Theater. And they had a very interesting production of a play called The Nance um, by Douglas Carter Bean. It had an ensemble cast and um, it was very enjoyable. It was a, a lot of slapstick, it was, it was a fun show, really good acting. And they do a great job over at the Las Vegas Little Theater. Uh, currently, their new show at the Las Vegas um, Little Theater is "Outside Mullingar" by John Patrick Shamley. Uh, so, if you're in, if you li- like I said, if you're living up in in, um, in the Vegas area, or if you're coming to Vegas and you want to see some terrific uh, Little Theater, check out. Las Vegas Little Theater, uh, you really, you'll really, you really enjoy it. Also, another one of my favorite small shows is um, opening their new season this coming weekend for the next two weekends. It's the Sin City Opera. Uh, Sin City Opera does a terrific job. They have a great little company, and they do uh, great work. And uh, they're opening this season, uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. And the following Saturday and Sunday, um, and they're doing Dominic Argento's Coast Guard from Morocco. So check out the uh, Sin City Opera. Uh, they um, perform at the Winchester Cultural Center in uh, in Las Vegas. And like I said, if you're in, if you live here in town or um, visiting, you got to check out the Sin City Opera this week and or, and or next weekend because they do terrific work. Also. Um, some really nice, nice things going on in Las Vegas by small companies. Well, a little music. This is going out to the best thing that happened to me. Going out to Joy, wherever she is. This is uh, Johnny Hartman, my, my dear friend, Johnny Hartman, the late Johnny Hartman. And the late um, John Coltrane, he is my one and only love.
3: My one and only love The shadows fall and spread their mystic charms In the hush of night While you're in my arms I feel your lips so warm tender, my one and only love, the touch of your hand I give myself in sweet surrender, my one and only love.
1: for Research and Enlightenment's newest book release is Blueprint
0: for Holistic
1: Healing by Dr. C. Norman Shealy. Dr. Shealy was uh, first introduced to the work of the father of holistic medicine, Edgar Casey, in the early 1970s. Casey was the inspiration of his transformation from traditional medicine to holistic alternative therapies. Which he has pursued for more than 30 years. Now he combined decades of clinical work and research with advice from the Edgar Casey readings. He created a blueprint for healing that each of us can follow with questionnaires for self assessment throughout. Dr. Cherley is a neurosurgeon, psychologist, and founding president of the American Holistic Medical Association. And for three decades, he has been at the forefront of alternative medicine and alternative healthcare. He's also a popular call and radio show in the Ozarks for so 20 plus years. Dr. Chile is a real expert on holistic healing. It's a, tr- it's a terrific new book, Blueprint for Holistic Healing. Um, check out this book, it's published by ARE. Association for Research and Enlightenment, and from the AI Repress, um, go to your um, arepress.com dot and, and you'll find um, you'll find the book and you can order. Plus, among other books, at the uh, AI publishers Publishers, received um, a little healing tool from. Um, Dr. Blaze Toto, it's, um, it's called the T-Ball by Toto Tech. And it's utilized uh, for localized muscle work such as trigger point therapy. And the T-Ball is German-engineered and released, designed for relieving pressure on the fingers and hand during use. Um, if you're a professional patient, will tell you right where your thumb is. Uh, if you're um, a layperson, you can still use it wherever you will put your thumb. It's ergonomically a refined soft grip coating, a strong durable core for the highest torque, a two-component handle for added comfort, and and it has a hanging for easy storage. So like I said, um, Dr. Blaise Toto um, is a diplomat at the American Chiropractic Board of Sports Physicians. He's a sports chiropractor of the year for 2011. And he was um, he was with the USA Olympic medical team in Vancouver in 2010. So, if you'd like some information on the T-Ball, go to tototech.net. That's T-O-T-O-T-E-C, tototech.net. It's a terrific little tool whether you're a professional or whether you're just a lay person. I'm going to tell you about. A pillow. Um, Pillow is by a company called Contour. It's a CPAP pillow. It um, makes CPAP easier. It works with all therapy masks and brands. It reduces mask movement and leaks, improves sleep comfort and CPAP compliance. It's uh, hose tether, reduces hose weight and tangling. And it's orthopedic design aligns airway and spine. CPAP pillow is a terrific product. I've tried it out. I, I use a CPAP myself. I have sleep apnea. Uh, maybe not as bad as um, Mike Napoli had it. He had surgery on his, but uh, this I use the CPAP on the sleep apnea, and um, you get a better night's sleep when, when you use uh, your PAP machine. So uh, you got to check out the CPAP pillow. But before you check out the CPAP pillow, I got to tell you about the ultimate, the CPAP Max Pillow. This is an amazing pillow, and can't I can't say enough of it. One side of the pillow has a super plush comfort top. The other side has a cool three D mesh and ventilated memory foam. And you can make it to any size you like, as you can uh, adjust, uh, take out different sections if you want, and adjust it to, to your sleeping uh, preference. Uh, both pillows are backed by a two-year warranty. And, oh, man, this, this, this pillow is, uh, is absolutely unbelievable. It reduces leaks, reduces noise, reduces dry eyes, and reduces lines. And like I said, you can choose your comfort. The orthopedic design is excellent for back, side, and stomach sleepers. I'm learning these two pillows this week, and um, I'll tell you, they're, they're really amazing. C-Pep Max Pillow Absolutely terrific. Unbelievable. And if you want more information on these pillows, you go to the website, which is Contour.com. You know, I actually misplaced the website. Oh, well, here it is. Contourliving.com. It's Contourliving.com. These pillows are unbelievable. And if you want the CPAP pillow from Contour, wonderful. If you want the ultimate, the CPAP Max pillow is absolutely unbelievable. Contour living Com. Um, yeah, you know, I've been on. This is my. I've been on radio forty-one years. I'm getting ready to start my forty-second year, and I. I've been reviewing products for, for many, many, many years, and um, most of the time, frankly, all pretty near all the time, I'm I'm pretty accurate with my um, with my reviews, and uh, I don't get paid for these reviews. By the way, I do get product to try and, and use and see for myself, but I don't get paid for this. These are not paid endorsements. So anything I review is is is, um, is a real thing. It's a, it's a real review. Sometimes there's a mistake. You now, I, I, this was, I, I make, I wouldn't say I make the mistake uh, because because uh, the, the um, information that I I gave you on a product last last time was really was really accurate. It was a really terrific product. But a week later. All this started to happen. Well, let me tell you about it. Um, magnetic healing is, is, is a wonderful way for healing. It, it does a great job. It eases pain. It does a lot of healing in your body. It's a natural alternative for pain management. And I met some people when I was in Sedona from a company called Fountain, PH, Fountain of Youth. And and they made me um, one of their, one of their uh, bracelets, magnetic bracelets, which, when I talked about it, it was doing a terrific job with my shoulder. I got a torn muscle in my shoulder, and, and I barely have any pain um, when, I, when I was using that. But the problem with the, um, with the uh, bracelet was well, even getting ready to have these people on my on the show to talk to them after that, but then, but a week later, the problem was the, the the ends of the bracelet with the whole where the magnets hold together were peeling and they turned rusty, and um, people they don't stand behind their their bracelets, so it's too bad because it's um, magnetic healing is wonderful, and um, you need to stand behind your bracelet, and if, if there's a reason why it's peeling and getting rusty, it um, needs to be corrected. So uh, check out um, um found of Youth, and um, I, my recommendation is not for the bracelets longer. Right now, we got the great, the late, the loneliest monk in Round Midnight.
0: Marv, you there? Hey, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. We get around midnight? Yes, we do. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Didn't hear you there.
1: So um, some interesting cars were on display, and I, I found some interesting products. Um, a company called Stander, uh, they make uh, products for your living room, bedroom, uh, daily living, uh, bathroom, and for your auto. And I checked out a couple of their auto products, and uh, one is the um, the Metro Car Handle Plus. It it, it fits um, most cars. Um, and an extra handle by your side to help you get out of the car if you're having that problem. Um, also, there's a rotating um, seat cushion that you put on your seat, and it revolves uh, so it's easy to, uh, to spin out of your car. They also make um, an easy fold-and-go walk. It only weighs 8 pounds and supports up to 400 pounds. They make terrific products, and if you'd like to see all their products, uh, check them out at... Um, Standard.com. That's S T A N D E R. Standard.com. Now, one of my absolute favorite items at uh, an automotive um, show is the original California Car Duster. I love this. I mean, this is such a great, great product. I've been using this for uh, years, and um, I love it. I, You know, you get out there. Um, you run it over your car. It cleans your car beautifully. Gets all the dirt and grime off of it. And uh, and the dirtier the duster gets, the better it cleans. <laughs> the car dusters come with wooden plastic handles. Uh, there's a dash, a mini duster. There's a super duster now. They got a power duster. Uh, this is great. The California car duster, been around for a long time. I think I've been talking about them. Ever since I've been on the radio. This, this is a great product. Um, original owners. Uh, made in California. And um, you got to check them out. The uh, original California car duster. And it's. CalCarDuster.com. com. That's C-A-L-C-A-R. Duster dot com. This is. Don't, don't take this wrong. Now, when I tell you the name of this company, the name of this company is
0: Stoner. I can see you
1: smiling there, Pete. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's the family name that was started by Paul Stoner.
0: Yeah. What <laughs> was what they kind of? What what are what they do in their spare time?
1: It's it's Stoner Cacca. They they make they make terrific products. To, to keep your car fresh and clean, they got their new um, Little Joe air fresheners. Um, they tell you you can put a smile in the air. It's, you get these little guys, uh, the Little Joe they call them, they got all these different flavors. And um, you put this, uh, they're made in Italy, and you put these um, in your car, and they really, really, really freshen up your car. They're,
0: I bet. Uh, put a smile on your face, make you laugh, get you high on life.
1: <laughs> Someone who puts a smile on your face with a little kill, right? There you go. <laughs> Genius! <laughs> uh, and they, and they, they got all kinds of uh, polishes and sealants and, and, and car washes. Uh, they got uh, some invisible glass.
0: Brownies. What? Brownies. <laughs>
1: The invisible glass uh, makes glass invisible, actually.
0: I bet it does. You would it have to be. It, it, it would look invisible to you if you uh, <laughs> smell enough of it, I guess.
1: You know those birds and really show on TV that fly into the window? <laughs> they could do this with, with stoner.
0: <laughs> there you go. Stoner products. Because you don't know what's going on. But we do.
1: Great hot car care products. And uh, you can go to stonercarcare.com That uh, I don't have to spell that stonercare uh, uh, com.
0: And virtually, you won't know how to spell it if you smell the products enough.
1: <laughs> Another company that I've been talking about for the past uh, few years is a company called Post. And what they do is they make um, they make uh, lights and knives and, and multi tools. And um, they make terrific, uh, terrific flashlights. They're, they're really, really excellent flashlights, um, and they, and their knives are really superb. And they, their products are really, really, really good. And, and like I said, I've been talking about um, uh, Coast products for for years on the, on the show, and I, and I usually talk about them every year, especially after the uh, uh, the SEMA show, because that's when I usually catch up with these guys. And, they, and I come, and I and I check them out with their new knives, their new flashlights. They come up with, um, they introducing the rechargeable poly steel flashlight. That's like a the rechargeable poly steel flashlight. Terrific! Uh, and they get the high powered rechargeable um, LED flashlight. They got really terrific products, uh, coast products, and their website is CoastPortland.com. That they're in Portland, Oregon. So. It's coastportland.com. Uh, and um, I'm sure you like um Coast products if you need a good knife or, um, or a flashlight. Even a multi tool, those, those are the people to, um, to check out. I, I want to uh, mention, too, also uh, uh, Prime Vision. Uh, Prime Vision, uh, they've, they've come out with a new beam blade that's a Performance Plus beam blade. It's, uh designed. A streak-free wipe. It's um the wipers for your car for the new um for the new for the new um uh, model cars, and you can you can um it has connectors uh to also fit the older frame style blades. So uh, if you need uh, wiper blades for your car, Prime Vision, um terrific uh, products, uh, check them out. Um, I also want to mention that uh, oh, let me give you their um, their website if I if I have it here their website is uh probably primevision.com uh they didn't give me the website but it's probably primevision.com and um, check out cuz they they make really nice nice blades for your car also i want to mention that uh, tom- tomorrow opens the um, indian national finals rodeo um, I go I, I go to the Indian uh, National Finals Rodeo every year. It's um, all Indian uh, riders um, at this rodeo, and uh, the, they, they put on a great show, uh, great people. And uh, I'm going to mention, you know, this is something that, that bugs me because, I, and I don't know how you feel about it, Pete, but um the last couple of years I've been talking to some of the guys at the rodeo.
0: I thought you were talking about the election for a minute there. Huh? I thought you were talking about the election.
1: No, I'm talking about the rodeo, the Indian rodeo. Oh, okay. And I've been talking to a couple of guys at the rodeo. And like I said, they're all Indians, are all Native Americans. And um, I asked them how they felt about the Washington Redskins name. None of these guys have a problem with it? None of these guys have a problem with Chief Wahoo on the on the uh, Cleveland Indians um, uh, hat caps. Um, I don't know what all this problem is. That you know, it's, this this country is becoming too politically correct, and it's not making any sense. And there's and there's no reason uh, that the, the Redskins have to change their name or change their logo, and neither do uh, the Indians the Indians tried the Indians um, are using a C now. Uh, uh, sometimes and sometimes the uh, King Wahoo uh, logo, but I don't see any problem with this. this is tradition. This is been around for, for, for a long, long time, and uh, and the, and the people that I talk to, especially, and I have a lot of uh, Indian friends, and, and 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 I can say Indian, not Native American, because you want to have them on my show. Sometimes uh, some of these people, um, uh, if I ask them what do you want me to call you Indian, they say Indian. That's what we are, you know. And I, I don't have any problem with this uh, with this uh, this nonsense about the, the locals. What do you think,
0: um, Pete? I don't know what to think about it. I mean, I just think uh, as a society, we're offended by everything. There's nobody that can joke around anymore. There's nobody that can say anything without offending somebody. Like right now, I'm saying something that's going to offend somebody. I'm going to get a call. I well, just, exactly. just spill it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I've never understood it. Um, there's some group of people that uh, are offended by it, but the majority of it, you don't you don't think there's a big-time outcry. I just think it's something that media people try to talk about to earn clicks and earn ratings.
1: Right. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you how politically incorrect we are. Here we are talking about this nonsense, about changing the logo of a sports team, and a guy like Jay-Z... It's up at a, at a Hillary Clinton concert and and um, and rally, I don't mem- I don't remember the exact words, so don't quote me on it. But the words were very similar to my middle finger up to the Lord.
0: <laughs> Hillary Clinton applauded that. It's politics. That's what they do. It's it, it's trying to uh, you know basically play both sides so she can get votes. That's all it's about. She stands for nothing.
1: The the point is my middle finger up to the Lord. I mean, I mean it's bad enough they put down women. It's bad enough they put down police. It's bad enough they put down great, uh, great things in our society. But yeah, but to put down God to say my middle finger up to the Lord—that's really, you know, it's really as, as, as low as you can go. Would you would you agree?
0: No, I definitely think I could agree with that. But there's always been rumors that Jay Z is uh, a part of uh, a different—he's uh, a different part of a group. He's part of the Illuminati. So who who knows? You know, the, the, this the the society in itself is, is uh, put down religion, and and everybody has freedom to believe in what they want to believe in. But it's kind of gotten the- a little bit ridiculous. Well,
1: leave the Redskins and the Indians alone.
0: Yeah, leave them alone. Unless, you know, the team wants to do it. Then if the team has some type of outcry or they have a PR nightmare, then yeah, they're probably most likely switched the name. But until then, I mean, is that is that really a big-time problem in sports? I mean, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about logo changes. You have athletes that are beating women that are not getting uh, sentences. They're getting one or two games. Then you have a public outcry for it. Then they're finally getting discipline. You have a commissioner that sits back. Uh, doesn't really care about the health of the players until somebody sues. I mean, come on now. That that's a problem that we're talking about. There's much more important things in sports to talk about.
1: And they, and he goes after a, a, a he goes he goes after a guy who basically did nothing um, like Tom Brady.
0: Well, you know how I feel about that. I don't think a guy that's not guilty would destroy his cell phone, but. Neither here, nor there. There were you know years there where the NFL protected the the Patriots and their good name. And that's fine. You know, they wanted to have a dynasty. The Patriots are great. They have a great coach, but that's always going to be talked about. But I just think it's the inconsistency with the commissioner that has drawn a, a lot of criticism and is probably a lot of some of the reason why you have so many down ratings. It's not necessarily the protest. Maybe it could be it's also the saturation, it's also the inconsistency of a, uh, of a commissioner that continues to do some of the things that make people say, you know, this guy's a liar, he's two-faced, he's talking, out, he's talking outside of both of his uh, mouths. So I, I, I think the NFL has bigger problems than mascots. They have problems with their, their discipline, they have problems with their image, and they have problems with right now oversaturation of football Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night the next thing you know they're going to be wanting to go to 18 to 20 games next thing you know they're going to be wanting to play more games over in London which they already play 3 games they're probably going to try to play 6 games it's all about the money at the end of the day it's all about the PR Uh and they're taking a, a hit from it
1: and, and, the, and, the, and, and the hit has been taken by the players the players are really getting hit badly they're getting they're getting really hurt, and um, um, they're they're trying to they're trying to make up that they're, they're helping the players, but they're really not.
0: No, they're you know? not. The only reason why they're they're supposedly putting these safety rules into effect is the fact to save their own. You know what? They're okay. going to get sued. Uh, there's con- they finally admitted that concussions are real. They finally admitted that CTE is real, but they for years hid that. And there were plenty of players that were out of the league that weren't getting the medical benefits that they needed to get until somebody brought it to light. Now the NFL is scared because they see what's happening to former players and they see that concussions are real. And they see also that uh, their $24 billion revenue is going to take a hit because they're going to get sued by former players.
1: And then, you get, then you get criminals playing football that actually go in there and hurt people.
0: Well, I know you're going to be happy to hear this, Mar, but Greg Hardy finally gets to go to jail. This guy should have been in jail already. I mean, he's a he's a complete animal. He's a complete scumbag. Sorry for uh, that's not a bad word. It's the truth. And he finally gets to go to jail because he had cocaine on him. Probably should have went to jail a couple years ago because of uh beating his girlfriend and people say, "Oh, you know, he's He's just a football player, you know. He's, he needs another chance. This guy is a complete idiot, and he's yeah. finally going to jail. Hopefully.
1: I don't know if I spoke about it last last show, but you no, know, I really think that the NFL should go back to leather helmets.
0: Well, I I think there's a you know what, Marv. I think there's an opportunity here where eventually the NFL wants to go helmetless. And they want to cut out a lot of the hitting in the game. And once they do that, then the game is going to be fundamentally destroyed. Because people like hits. People like to see those type of uh, uh, reactions. And they like to see those type of collisions. I mean, come on. We've changed the NFL game so much. 20 years ago, on Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning, if you watched the NFL, you had the, the most brutal hits. I mean, you had a segment on ESPN called uh, Jacked Up. Now you don't have it. Why? Because once again, the NFL is going to lose money. So if you try to go in that direction where you have no defense and no hard hitting, you change the game forever. And I'll tell you right now, in the next coming years, uh, you're going to lose a lot of players, not only because they don't want to get hit because of concussions, but also because the game itself, once again, has changed. There's, there's not the physicality of the game anymore. You can't take the physicality out of the game. That's what makes the game great.
1: Right, and they and they have to. And and the the most important thing is Roger Goodell has to go.
0: I agree. He should be gone already.
1: Goodell has to go, and you know you, you mentioned before about Tom Brady destroying his. Uh, I'm getting away from the sports right now, but you mentioned um, Tom Brady destroying his telephone, but did he wipe it with a cloth? Or did he hammer it?
0: <laughs> well, the, the, yeah. uh, there was some talk of uh, the NFL officials doing this type of thing in their own offices, you know, uh, getting rid of documents.
1: The There's a the lady out there that said, did I wipe it with a cloth? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will not mention uh, HRC's name. So yeah, no, the destroying of all emails that nobody said, and and supposedly you're supposed to believe that the FBI in eight days looked through six hundred thousand emails. Is oh, that...
1: you, you, you're taking away my thunder here. I mean, is I, that is that possible, Marv? Is that really possible? I am I am calling right now on this show. I am calling for and and. An investigation, uh, either a, a prosecutorial investigation or, a, or an investigator to investigate James Comey.
0: Because he, James- has, he has no connection to the Clintons at all, right?
1: <laughs> no, James, James Comey and Loretta Lynch need to be investigated. And maybe they can investigate them on the tarmac in an airplane in Arizona.
0: Maybe will Bill Clinton be in the back of that uh, airplane by chance, or the jet? I don't,
1: I don't know, but you know, we we you know we've got a lot of problems here. Um, uh, we're gonna if if we get the wrong uh, person in office, we're gonna we're gonna lose out on the Supreme Court, and we cannot lose sight of the Constitution. And if this happens, we're gonna lose the Constitution.
0: Tell you what worries me about Hillary, Hillary Clinton getting into office. The fact if she puts a no-fly zone on Syria, that's gonna make Russia upset, and I think maybe we're gonna go to World War III. I just think that that's definitely a possibility. And people say, well, she's a career, you know, she's a career politician. She has the experience that we need. Oh, she's a career politician. Think, <laughs> it's think not good. I think if we're gonna, I if we're gonna get, uh, get World
1: War III, it's probably gonna happen in the Middle East because Lebanon just just elected. Um, the new president who's um, affiliated with Hezbollah. And um, it's a very dangerous situation over there. And if um, if, if uh, the World War III is going to break out, it's definitely going to break out in the Middle East. And uh, it's a very scary situation. And, you know, I'm not a Bernie Sanders fan, but Bernie Sanders was out there and he was he was uh, spouting his, um, his, uh, his ideas and his, his ideas were different they were, they were different than the, the, the rest of the party. They were different than Hillary's and um, all of a sudden, when he won the nomination, all of a sudden he um, he abandoned all his ideas. I mean he all of a sudden he became a Hillary Clinton fan. that's number one got a new house. Number two. Number two he collected all this money from these people on his on, on the internet and now he just bought a house on Lake Champlain.
0: He sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's
1: um let's have um, um we didn't do ornithology, did we? No. it's It's Charlie Pagga and the uh, known as, better known as Bird with the study of birds, ornithology. Play the Red Sox.
0: Really? Because all the Red Sox and all the Red Sox influence in both teams.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, look, look. The Indians had uh, Tato managing them, who I think should still be the manager of the Red Sox.
0: I don't know why he's not.
1: I think I think Farrell is a disaster, and, and and he should go. And and they they've extended his contract to something I don't know they said he's going to be there next year so I don't know they also need to get rid of Dombrowski too with the Red Sox um, but you know we we have Tito um, we have Mike Napoli uh, we have Coco Crisp <laughs> um, and then the and the, and the Cubs uh, have the other guys that I mentioned before. And uh, it's like watching the Red Sox play the Red Sox.
0: <laughs> you must have had a good time watching that, right?
1: Well, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of it. I watched some of it, and um, you know, I think I don't know. I think maybe James Comey may have had something to do with that that seventh game.
0: <laughs> Stop! Leave it alone! Don't do it.
1: <laughs> no, no, really. I mean, think about this for a minute. He's a guy. Who's pitching? Brian Shaw, right? Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, now it was raining through the last few innings. All of a sudden, these umpires must have got a call from Comey and said, put them to the top to, st- to, to start the, the game for 15 minutes so Brian Shaw could get out of, you know, out of sync. Because, you know, cousin know, from Chicago um uh, this president
0: we have is from Chicago you know I mean think about it uh I don't know about that that's that's that's, <laughs> that's 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 tough to think about but I would say this they stopped the game so they could play those damn political commercials over and over again I think that was probably right. the most annoying thing I've ever seen right <laughs> the
1: only good thing about uh, about about Wednesday is that my mailbox won't be filled with junk anymore, and we we'll won't have to put up with um, these 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 uh, terrible commercials that talk about somebody's character, which probably, which I'm sure didn't even happen because I I know Donald Trump. I met Donald Trump. You know, I spent some time with, with Donald Trump. He's a good guy. You know, and um and 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 this person uh, is running these ads um with no issues.
0: No issues oh, at all. None.
1: No issues. I mean, you know, I um, let's say Donald Trump did all these things. Okay, so his his, his character's not so great if, if that's if it's true. But that's not an issue. That doesn't. I mean, her husband did worse than Donald Trump.
0: Far worse.
1: Yeah, and and she and she defended her husband and she and she put down these women.
0: She covered it up.
1: Right. You know, I, you know, this this election is a disgrace. the the, the whole thing is a disgrace. I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm going to New Orleans. I'm, I'm going to walk the battlefield again, and I'm going to uh, tell um, uh, Andrew Jackson uh, because he's probably turning over in his grave. Um, I'm sure Ronnie Reagan is, and, and and Richard. You know, Watergate was nothing compared to compared to the, 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 this. Email situation.
0: I agree. It wasn't. You're just stealing. Oh. You're just stealing a little bit of information. I mean, it, it was a big deal back then, but it's like mostly every right. politician does that,
1: right? right. Case in point, it, this election. They all do that, you know. And it was really nothing. It really, they really did nothing, you know. And um, you know, I, I, I'm not a, a big Richard Nixon fan, but I think he was the second greatest president after Ronald Reagan, and then Harry Truman was third.
0: You know, or is JFK in that that uh, in that list? Uh, he's
1: not. He's not one of my favorites.
0: Wow. And
1: I'm an, and I'm a Massachusetts guy. No, he he wasn't
0: much. He wasn't that great of a president. He was a you know he was okay. Uh but he, he, he stared down Khrushchev and probably stopped uh, World War Three back then with the Cuban yeah. missing, missile yeah, crisis. So he-
1: yeah, he did. He did something good. You know, one thing good. You
0: know, basically. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no one. One big thing that he did good.
1: Yes, but you know, to me, Ronald Reagan, Richard Nixon, and um, and um, you know, I know we don't have much time to bring up my things but I want to say this. I was at a lecture um, at UNLV several years ago, and. Um, uh, the editor of the uh, Washington uh, Post was there, who recently passed away, Sid, uh, whatever his name was, and um, Bob Wood- Woodward. And I get up and asked a question, and I said, my question was, our second greatest president was um, Richard Nixon. Why did you do what you did to him? And he looked me right in the face, uh, Sid, and he said, it put us on the map.
0: Makes lots of sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Now it's time for my team. Thank you for listening. Have a marvelous week. Until next time, um, when I come back from uh, New Orleans, ciao. Love you. Too.